0: I like to stay alone to
1: keep
0: my head from exploding. People call me crazy. Well, this
1: is Finding Satan.
0: I hate most crowded places. They're all fake destinations. My I don't know who I am.
1: I don't know if I ever did. It can't be true what Matt's saying, but it doesn't feel wrong. It doesn't feel like a lie when I say it inside of my head. It just also doesn't feel like me. I try to imagine being that girl, being like Sarah, here and gone and back again, in the room without doors with Sarah and Annabelle and Michael telling me I was special. A girl who could claim her power through blood. I can't stop thinking of it. Just like I can't stop thinking about what I'm supposed to do when we get where we're going. I can't do it. I can't. That same feeling of knowing where to go is telling me someone has to die. That we need to do something when we get there and I won't like it. An innocent has to die, just like Alan at the crossroads, but somehow worse, a sacrifice something personal and who is more personal and more innocent than Matt I don't know how I'm going to make myself do it but I know it must be done I can't lose Matt he feels like the only real friend I've ever had maybe it's my circle maybe it isn't but we're headed towards something even bigger than that we're getting close now He nods and closes his laptop. He's been reading for hours and hasn't said much since he told me about Nicole and the circle. But what else is there to say? We're so close now. We've stopped for gas and gas station food and we're both sick of this car. We're about 50 miles outside of El Paso and it's here. The thing we're looking for. The Temple of the Sun. It has to be here. I turn off the highway onto a side road. It's a rougher ride and the scenery sucks. Just drab, dry ground and scrubby bushes. But I push Black Betty to go even faster so we can get there. We can see it. And then the feeling that's been pulling me here just stops. It's done. I hope it's taken us as far as we need to go because it's just completely gone. I guess we're here.
2: There's nothing here.
1: There has to be. This is where it brought me. This is where it is.
2: There's nothing here, Clara. Just flat, empty desert.
1: The sun is starting to set. And even though the land is dead and ugly, the sky is turning pink and lavender and red. It's a gorgeous sunset. Sunset, maybe that's it. Maybe the sun needs to go down. We wait for the sun to finish setting but still nothing happens. There is no temple here and no one appears to give us any guidance or a fight or anything. Our enemies and our friends are not here and I'm worried this may not be the right spot.
2: Maybe this isn't the right spot? No, it has to be it.
1: It should be here.
2: The Temple of the Sun. But there's nothing here. It's just flat and empty.
1: It's cold now that the sun's going down. Let's get back in the car and warm up.
2: Let's find a hotel. We'll figure this out.
1: I know you're right, but I just feel like we're running out of time.
2: I know. El Paso isn't too far. Maybe this will make more sense in the morning.
1: Um, hotel is a little generous. This place is a dump.
2: <sighs> yeah, it kind of is. Wait here. Okay. I managed to get us a double. Come on, let's get something to eat.
1: Yeah, I am way too antsy for bed. I can't eat any more diner food.
2: Me either. I found a Thai place not too far from here.
1: I'm down to try it, but do you think El Paso Thai food is any good?
2: I don't, to be honest, but I'd rather eat bad Thai food than another burger. We'll figure it out, Clara. What? I know you're worried about the temple. But we'll figure it out. We always do.
1: Yeah, I I know. It's not that.
2: Then what's wrong? You've been so quiet. Different quiet, I mean. And you look like you have something on your mind.
1: I can't tell him can't tell him that I'm worried that this is the end of the road for us, that I care about him more than I should, and I'm worried this is going to end with him dead, and then I'm pretty sure it's going to be my fault, that this is my role in all of this, and I don't want it to be. I don't want to be the bad guy. I thought there wasn't any good in this world when I started all of this, but there is. There is goodness, and it's sitting right here with me. It's Matt. With his messy brown hair and clean jeans and his savior complex, he can't help it. Keeps trying to save us, and even now he's trying to help me, even though I'm not the one who needs help. It's just who he is, and it makes me want to cry, even though I never cry. My throat hurts from holding back tears, and he's trying to look at me, and I look away from this man who's meant to be my sacrifice. I'm okay. Everything's going to be okay. I lied to Matt. I hate it. We spend the night in a room with disgustingly wet carpet. The shower already has hair in it, and I don't feel any more clean after I use it. I go to bed and dream of the new temple. I see the ground washed in blood and the temple rising from it glorious in its dark majesty and i know now this is what we're here for we need to raise the temple i am the opener of the way in the morning the wet stain has traveled through most of the carpet in the room and i feel filthy when i get up my feet squelching when i walk i can't wait to get out of this room This isn't my life anymore. We get Starbucks and drive out to where the temple is supposed to be. It's early and the sun rises along the way, which is perfect. I know the sun needs to be high in the sky for this. Watch us work, I tell it. Watch what darkness we are capable of. See us. This is going to get rough.
2: Yeah, something's going to happen.
1: Yeah. That's all we can say. We drink our coffee and eat our breakfast sandwiches. He's driving, even Black Betty seems to like him, and I thought he should have one last good ride before the end. He looked surprised when I tossed him the keys, and I can tell Betty has a little too much muscle for him, but he relaxes on the drive and starts to have a good time. We get to the spot and park. When we walk the ground, it's different. There's a low stone altar about 100 meters away, dead in the center of a hazy black circle. It's huge, the largest we've seen. It's so big we couldn't see it last night. But here, in the time of the risen sun, we can see it in the ground and in the haze above the ground, and we both feel it. It's a tingle in my arms and I know Matt can feel it too. He's scratching his arms like they itch.
2: Now is the time.
1: Yeah. Matt?
2: It gets worse as we go. Yeah. Is this what they're all like?
1: There's nothing like this. We get to the altar and stare down at it. It's made of mottled stone Black shot through with limestone, and it's warm to the touch, warmer than it should be. It hums and sings to us, telling a story of things to come, things that have been, a story of change and the darkness that comes and the light at the end. Matt and I are facing each other across the altar, palms flat on it, while it weaves us a story. We each close our eyes and we can see it together, how the temple will rise and open the way. It tells us how important we are and how much the world loves us for what we are about to do. Time passes. When we open our eyes again, the sun is high in the sky at the midpoint and the time for stories is over and it's time for our story to end lay down on the altar. Close your eyes. He does, and then I do what I've always wanted to do. I reach out and stroke his hair, pushing it away from his forehead, and his eyelashes flutter. I take out my knife. It's Sarah's knife. It has taken so many lives. It is heavy with the weight of so much spilled blood i don't want to do this but it's part of it i take the knife and cut matt's arm his right forearm just under his elbow i carve a circle into his skin and he gasps and turns pale he's never liked blood he doesn't do well with pain You were bound to this circle. You are bound with blood, and bound with my life. It's not a lot of blood. It's nothing compared to what we've seen, but it drips onto the altar, staining the limestone. I use the knife to trace one of the symbols tattooed on my arm. It's just a circle with a slash through it, and it's been there as long as I can remember. I've never told you what I have on my arms. They are my secret and my pride and my shame because I don't remember where they came from. The special ones. They've always been with me. And now I know they are my own. They are part of the way. And I cut the lines to get the blood to flow and mingle with mats. You're not alone. You're not alone. You and I. We make this circle together.
2: Never alone.
1: My hot tears mix with blood. He can't see me cry. His eyes are still closed. And I hope he doesn't open them again. I raise the knife up. It has to go through his heart. My heart. I hesitate. He's laying there, breathing hard, blood flowing from his arm. He's going to let me kill him. He knows what this is. He's smarter than all of us. He knows what an altar in the middle of a giant black circle means. He knows we are here to raise the temple and he's going to let me do it. I can't do it. No. No, I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to kill him. Clara. No. I can't. I mean, I can. But I choose not to. It's not worth the cost. It's not right. Clara, who...
2: Isn't that sweet?
1: Michael's in this circle with us. I can't tell you how wrong that feels. But he's here. He's walking up to me and I want to throw up.
2: Clara, darling, I'm so happy to see you.
1: He folds me in his arms. He smells like smoke and rotting flowers. Like roses too long in the vase. I hate how good he feels.
2: It's you or him. You choose.
1: I close my eyes and the moment folds around me. And I know now that I could never escape from Michael. He is my fate. He is my destiny. He is my end. I hold on to the memory of the last year. The only time I've ever truly lived. I am one year old today. That's how long it's been since I left him. And here he is to claim me again.
2: I'll do it right this time.
1: (laughs) Come here, Matt. Of course she's here, too. Of course this can't just be my story, even now. Even now, it's still hers. Matt looks at me, torn. Clara. Michael's hands grip my wrists where he can't see. His claws dig into my skin. Go. Please. Please go." It breaks my heart, the look on his face, hurt, mingled with relief, and he gets up and goes to Sarah. I look around, looking for Annabelle, but I don't see her. She isn't here. Here we are, at the end, and Annabelle is not here. She is not with us, and it feels wrong. It feels like Annabelle should be here. After all she's been through, all she's done. Here, where the world ends. Michael's lips graze my neck, and what used to be a sacrament is now a violation. I try to push him away from me.
2: (laughs) You used to beg me. Do you remember? You used to beg for it.
1: gave him so much power over me and now here we are and I realize he can't hurt me any more than he already has. I'm not begging now. I am not yours anymore.
2: My sweet Clara, I will always own you.
1: No, I got away from you once and I made a life and it was good and I made a friend and he is good. And maybe you'll kill me this time. And maybe this really is the end of my story. But I want you to know you never owned me. You had me when I didn't know any better, and that isn't the same thing.
2: (laughs) I am the creeping darkness. You know I'm going to win.
1: They'll stop you. It won't be you, Michael. It won't be you.
2: What a lovely knife you brought me. Too bad it's filthy with his blood. Watch this.
1: He takes off his shirt. His chest is still beautiful. It hurts to see his skin. Then the knife is back in his hand and he leans over me. He blocks out the sun, his shadow folding all around me.
2: I bet you remember
1: this. You already fucked it up once.
2: Practice makes perfect. Thanks again for the knife. Where's your heart, Clara? Think I can find it? (laughs) It opens with the sun.
1: I can see it as I'm fading, as the creeping darkness comes to take me they are ripping out of his back, tearing him open from behind, and he screams again in pain as giant black wings unfurl behind him, hiding me from the eye of the sun, and I die there, on the altar stone washed in my blood, covered in darkness. Clara!
0: No, he'll kill you too.
2: Sarah. Let me go. I need to go to her. I need to. I need to be there for her. I need to be there in her last moments, like no one ever was in her life. She never had anyone, Sarah. Not ever. At least she can have me.
0: It was you or her.
2: Sarah, where were you? What have you done? I don't want to see him. Black wings, feathers damp with blood, are tearing out of his back and they unfold above him. Huge and wrong. And he screams again and beats the air with his wings and it's a scream of triumph mingled with pain. Sarah's eyes are glowing with a light I, I can't interpret.
0: They open with the sun.
2: I hear the difference in how she says it. Whose son?
0: Matt, run. Get out of the circle.
2: We barely make it out of the circle as the earth splits open, something rises out of it. It's huge. It's bigger than it should be. It's worse than I imagined.
0: The Temple of the Sun.
2: The sun or him? What happens when an angel chooses to fall and then rises again? The temple is massive. Black stone and black spires reaching up to stab the sky. And as it rises, I see a forked stone symbol that perfectly cradles the sun. Michael rises with it. I'd hoped he'd fall, crashing into the ground or falling even deeper into hell, but he doesn't. He uses his wings to steady himself, and he rises with the temple until he's standing at the top of the matte black steps, looking out across the world, with Clara's broken body lying on the ground. Come on. But. Clara's body.
0: Matt. She's gone. We need to go.
2: I I don't know where to go.
0: Just drive. We've got a little time to get where we're going, but we need to get away from him now, before he figures out how much power he has and doesn't have.
2: But Clara. She's
0: dead, Matt. Don't even ask if she's coming back. She didn't go away like I did. She's really dead. You saw her body on the ground. She isn't coming back. Sarah. Try not to think about it. You should be more worried about what happens next.
1: Finding Satan is written and directed by Gabrielle Aw, produced by Jeremy Herbel, and starring Abby Claus and Mike Scalero. Finding Satan is a Black Cat Collective podcast.